Blog Talk Radio. Well, happy Monday, everybody. This is Truth Light, and this show is the Light of Truth. We're shining the light on some some usually untouched subjects, I suppose. We kind of take a different perspective of things and try to broaden perspectives and whatnot. So, anyway, good morning to everybody, and. Uh, I'm coming to you from Sacred Light of Sedona this morning. It's a fantastic little healing psychic center in Sedona, Arizona. If you happen to be coming this way, you ought to stop by. And uh, you can find the website at sacredlightofsedona.com. Jessica, who is my sidekick out here in Arizona, (laughs) is the owner and founder and runs the place. And so uh, I like to give a little shout out here and there and and uh, hopefully people will come check it out. It's actually kind of a little, a grooving little place these days, so that's kind of neat to watch. It's growing and blossoming and whatnot. So anyway, <coughs> excuse me. So, yes, yeah, so, you know, I wake up this morning, and I don't know that you can wake up in Sedona and not just be filled with gratitude and, and joy and beauty. And I mean, there's just, if you've never been here, it's it's impossible to imagine, just impossible. So <laughs> if you have been here, then you get it. I mean, it's just like nothing you've ever seen in your life. So it's hard to describe, but there, you know, there are pictures around, and if you can ever get out here, it's it's well worth the trip. So anyway, I wake up this morning, and I've got this beautiful view, and the sun is coming up over the mountains, and the sky is just this beautiful purple pink just phenomenal and I'm thinking what are we going to do the show on today and uh, so you know in my meditation I was reminded of um, well something came up yesterday that Jessica and I were talking about and <clears throat> and uh, and I was reminded of some other uh, stories that I've heard about that concerning me and and that kind of the work that I've done and that kind of thing and and so it was just kind of shown to remind people of how common divine intervention is and and on a lot of levels okay so you know we have these other realms that are out there there's so much more to our existence than we would ever be able to conceive of really i think in our human minds you know so we do have these divine beings or divine energies around us kind of assisting if you will you know, when you think about the times when you've been just either really, really emotional, whether it's really angry or really depressed or really just going through something really, really difficult. Just, I know, too many reallys. My grandfather, the editor, is turning over in his grave. I can feel it. <laughs> I feel him editing my speech sometimes. <clears throat> so when you've been very emotional, uh, really going through something and and you just don't know if you can keep going. You know, we all hit that point sometimes. And somehow, some way, something will happen. Somebody comes up and says just the right word. Or, or you turn around and you see a sign that says exactly what you needed, even if it's a sign for, for toothpaste or something. You know, I know for me, I was, I was going through some time of questioning. And, um, and sometimes there's this... It's funny because I wasn't raised Christian. I'm not religious per se. Um, I'm, I'm spiritual, not religious. It sounds like such a cliche, but really. And so I, uh, and I'm trying to find, I took a picture of the sign because it struck me as one of those things, you know, that I was in, there's this chapel. Okay, so I'll just try to keep one sentence going. Clearly you've got me before coffee again today. Um, there's this chapel here that's built into the red rocks and it's this amazingly peaceful place and <clears throat> very mystical feel to it, you know? And so sometimes when I'm a little conflicted or a little confused, I'll uh, I'll find my way up to the chapel and I'll just sit for a little bit and just be, you know, in the peace and the quiet and, and, um, the space of the chapel. And so this one time I I'm up there. It was it was recently. It was just um not very long ago. And I was kind of deciding what are my next steps? What's going on with mystical truth? What am I 
doing with my companies and that kind of thing. And and uh, as as I'm sitting there in meditation, right, I look up and I see this sign, and I'm just asking for a sign, just any sign, please, you know, just give me some answers. And it's funny because in this chapel, sometimes, um, sometimes I'll have conversations with ascended masters and that kind of thing, and I'll just be reduced to tears because I'm, because it's so intense, you know. And I'm thinking, oh my god, I must look like a lunatic sitting in this church crying, but that's okay because nobody knows me. So. <laughs> So anyway, I found the picture now. I I uh, was asking for, like, which direction am I going? You know, because I have a few different companies that I do, and I know that it's time to move on and make a change, but wasn't really sure which direction to go. <clears throat> and so I look up and I see this sign. And although I'm not into the Christian-y, super religious, bible stuff, there is truth in all things, and, and I'm not I'm not, you know, this in the Bible or anything, just it's not what I was grown up to uh, to find comfort in. So anyway, it was kind of weird that I found comfort in this sign, but it's mostly about the last word. It's the way it's written. So it says, show me, Lord, your way so that I may work in your truth. And truth is written in <clears throat> this really big, beautiful green font, which, as you guys know, is the name that I was given in my <clears throat> in my vision quest, that's where truth came from, was as I finished my my vision quest and I was given uh, my name, my spirit name or my Indian name, I guess, um, it was truth. And so when I looked up and saw the sign, I saw, show me so that I may walk in truth. And it was just the words that popped out at me, you know? And so clearly that meant... <laughs> that I was, you know, needing to really focus on what truth light does. That's, you know, focus on my path of truth, which meant my spiritual path and that kind of thing. And and what do I need to do to further that rather than being kind of stuck in the mud where I've been? So, <clears throat> you know, of course, so I start crying again. And But this was a perfect example of divine intervention because, yes, the sign says, you know, Lord stuff and and show me and all these different things that I don't know there were all these words that didn't really I didn't even see when I first looked up I saw the sentence that I needed to see when I looked up right so it was my answer and so when uh, and yesterday we had a situation if Jessica has time she's going to call in and and maybe talk a little bit um, about you know what her experience was yesterday with this divine intervention but so often we have people that either come by the center or find our classes or find this radio show or whatever it may be that are on the edge of some kind of change and they they just don't know where to go or what to do and they're drawn to whatever um you know whatever class we're doing or whatever radio show we're doing or you know people come into the center or find me somehow for a reading and and they they just go, well, God, I don't know how I found you, but, you know, I was I was at this desperate place and, and somehow I just got drawn to come in here or I just found your ad or I just, whatever it was. And even in classes and things, we have that kind of thing happen where somebody will be in a place that we have no idea that they're in such a bad place and and one or two things is said and it pulls them up and out of whatever hole they felt like they were in, you know, and... And so we want to just remind you guys that this is going on. Whether you're in need of the guidance or whether you're drawn to do something that would allow you to be guidance for somebody else. So we do have a caller um, from area code 386. We're going to go ahead and pull over. And uh, so good morning. Hi, what's your name? Hello. Hello. Hi. So what's your name? Hi, how can we help you? Um, yes, I um, just recently had um, a situation where my landlord at the house um, gave me a three-day notice and filed an eviction. And um, in the state of Florida, they give you five days to pay and respond to your answer. And okay. I'm just... I'm, um, 
right now, you know, getting ready to go down to the courthouse. But I'm nervous because I'm a single parent, and um, I haven't had time to search for a place, nor had the funding to move. So I'm just kind of feeling, you know, um, nervous about the situation. Not sure how the outcome is going right. to be. Whether I requested a court date for a hearing just for more time and. Just, I'm not trying to get overwhelmed because in the past I would panic about situations like this and be all negative. So I'm trying to right. be calm about the situation. And I guess my question is, you know, what outcome do you see happening? Well, as really? you're talking, I'm feeling like there, like there is, as long as you stay calm and... <clears throat> and stay in the energy that you're talking about right now where you you know you're doing what you can and you just keep moving forward it feels like there's um maybe i don't know if it's an organization or if it's a person or it feels like there's some assistance for you out there and it i don't know what form it takes i don't know if it's somebody who can help you get more time or who can um assist with finances or there's some sort of help for you out there um, and it's somebody who would be very happy to assist you. So you may want to, um, you know, start looking into some of the different resources and it may just be exactly what we're talking about where it's this divine intervention where somebody just just gets a feel to lend a hand. But there's something there for you. So um, I'm trying to see if I can pick up any detail as to where you might find that. Um, if I would – go ahead. Um, you need getting a court date to explain your situation to a judge. You write a letter to the judge, and if there's no money to put into the court registry during this, <laughs> this five days, but you provide a letter requesting a court date. Do you see the judge running a court date? I see that there's, I see that things go in your favor. Um, I do kind of feel like, yes, there's, that there's a good chance. I can't say for sure because, of course, you know, it, it depends on who gets it and, and all of that. But I do feel like, yes, that's a good move. I feel like, there is a really good, a high percentage of a chance that that's going to um, at least buy you time, you know. Um, that feels like a good direction to go. And it also feels like perhaps by going that direction, if you talk to people about finding resources, that maybe that's the direction that you get, um, you get the information about who can help you. Okay. Because it's okay. you um, taking action. This is this is what I'm feeling is that it's it's the the you going the path that's taking action responsibly and staying calm and just doing everything you can that leads you to the connection to the people who can help you. Okay. Does that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Um, the reason I have I do have a little anxiety is because. I have been in a situation like this in the past, and my mother's passed away, but my father's only living. So I really don't know if if I have to move, would I have a place for me and my daughter to be until I find a place that's affordable, you know, like a living in hotels or a shelter or whatever the case. I don't want to have to do that again, and I know. My father, you know, he is not very supportive at times in situations like this or as much as I would like him to be. So I just don't want me and my baby to be out on the street, you know. Right. I know that I'm going to have to move from this place because there's some things going on there. And I just don't like about the apartment anymore, bugs, whatever the case. And I know I need to move, but I'm just wondering what I have to find get ready to find a place to stay in between finding my own place. Right. Um, I do feel like <coughs> that you may need to. Um, 
but it feels like you're moving forward. It feels like you're being moved out of that place um, to keep you from experiencing something you don't need to experience. So it is a move forward, and it's just a matter of keeping your footing while you're moving forward. And again, it does feel like there's somebody who has something, even if it's, well, you can, you know, stay here, stay in whatever place or whatever until you you get into a place or I don't know, there's somebody who has something that is a nice, stable in-between. And it may even be, I almost feel like there's a job out there along with that opportunity or something that, there's something where you move forward on a lot of different levels. Um, and it's somebody who just sees that, you know, you you are wanting to move forward and you're willing to work to do that, you know? And so it's somebody who wants to just kind of give you a hand up, you know? And um, and and it's a healthy, wholesome thing. It's not like a – I know sometimes in Florida, because that's where I grew up, sometimes in Florida it can be a little creepy because there's – a lot of not so nice people there too, but um, but this feels like a really healthy thing, and it almost feels like maybe it's connected with a church, or it may be somebody who's very involved in the church or something. They're just very kind, and they have the opportunity for you. So um, I feel like you're being guided. So when you get a feel to do something like write a letter to a judge, or when you get a feel to connect with with somebody or some group or something, go ahead and follow that feel because you're coming from that calm place, which means you're not reacting, you know, because when you react, you're not really coming from that divine place. And so far your energy feels like you're, you're handling it very well, you know. So um, just keep following. You're, you are being divinely guided to the place you need to be so that you will be okay. And it's so that you can get out of a place that's not particularly good for you and move to a place that is better for you. Okay. Okay? So just keep up with keeping your energy the way you are. You're doing a great job because I know I've been in situations like that with my kids and it's not really the easiest thing in the world to keep yourself nice and calm during that. But you're doing great. I can feel your energy, and it's it's you're doing great. <laughs> so. I went through so much that I just deserve to just stay calm. I've been through a situation and panic, and does not help at all. Right. So exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, understand that you are being guided, and so just keep asking for those answers and allowing yourself to see them when they when they present themselves. And because you're taking every opportunity to do what you can to make things better. Um, you are continuously given more and more. So because that's kind of what happens is if we can handle what we're given, then we're given more. You know, as far as good stuff, you know, people say that about bad stuff, but it happens with good stuff too, you know. How much can you handle responsibly? And you're doing great. So just keep on doing what you're doing and you'll keep getting answers and divinely guided and and just ask for the right people to be brought into your path who can help you to to that place that you desire to get to. And let us know how you're doing. If you would, at least message me and let me know you're okay. (laughs) You know, I actually really care about the people who call in. (laughs) So... I get to care about all these people, and then you never hear what happened with them. So, you know, let me know how it goes, okay? Okay. All right. Does that help at all? Yes. Okay, good. All right. So we're going to go ahead and swap back to the topic again. This kind of was on topic, though. but um, And just know that, you know, I'll kind of put you in the blessing bowl, too, if you would like. We have that blessing bowl that we do all the time. So, um I'll put you in there as well to uh, assist in that divine guidance and whatnot. So, okay, so um, so the reason for this show is that, you know, so many of us are blessed with so many things. And whether it be material or not, you know, I'm not, 
anybody who knows me knows I'm not super into material things, but there are <clears throat> so many blessings in my life and so many people who come in, all of the people who come in for readings and the people who call in and <clears throat> all of the people that I'm blessed to interact with. And, you know, it's just an amazing life when you can really connect with people on the deepest level. And so I'm very blessed. And I just, the reason that I am is because I stop and I see it. You know, we're all super blessed. It's just, do we stop and take time to see the blessings that are there in front of us? And so what happens is, as we as we are in tune with seeing those blessings, that also means that we're in tune with that divine guidance that's going on. Because when you get into that place where you allow yourself to see the blessings and you're calm enough to acknowledge those and really be with them, it raises your vibration and this allows your angels and those divine beings to speak through you and with you more often and more easily. So when you say you're you're headed to work and just for some reason you get, you know what, I I don't even want anything at this little store, but I keep getting the pull to, you know, go in there for some reason, so I guess I'll go in and get a bottle of water or a cup of coffee or something. And you're <coughs> and you're thinking, but I don't even want anything in here. If you're drawn to be there like that, when you start listening to those things, say you, you know, you're driving by and there's a 7-Eleven or whatever convenience store and you get the pull to go in and you listen, right? And you go in and you just grab, you always need water, right? Grab a bottle of water, whatever. And who knows, you, there's some reason for you being there. Are you there because the cashier just needs one smile? <laughs> maybe, maybe everybody has been a jerk to this poor cashier, and they just need to know that there's a person out there who will smile. Or maybe there's somebody there who's in need of whatever it is you might say. Or it, you never know what it is you're going to encounter. And it may be that you get the pull to go in there so that you're slowed down by five or ten minutes or whatever it is along your path so that you encounter something ahead on your path. So sometimes we get these pulls to do things and people start listening finally and that's awesome. But then because nothing happens there, they they go, well, that that was stupid. That was pointless. I pulled in there and nothing happened. Well, okay, but then later in your day, how many things were affected so that you would be in the right place at the right time to say the right thing or do the right thing for somebody else along your path and had you not pulled in at that place at that time, would you have been there? It's this divine intervention. When we have that pull to do something, it's really good to listen, you know. Um, and I encourage you guys to call in. I know that pretty much all of our listeners are archives, um, but if, uh, if you're inspired to call in with a story of when somebody was there to say the right thing or do the right thing or when you've experienced that with somebody else, call in and share with us because, you know, the the stories are inspirational for sure. And uh, <clears throat> so one of the things that, you know, has occurred with me, like like the story about being in the chapel and, and wanting an answer and looking up and seeing that sign with my name on it, you know, it just really let me know that my spiritual path is where I need to be headed and that needs to be, what all things are about in my life. And, you know, is that for everybody? <laughs> Definitely not. But for me, that works. So, you know, if you have other stories to share, certainly share. Um, <clears throat> one of the, you know, one of the things that that came up for us in this in the center, in Sacred Light of Sedona, was we had a couple who, um, they didn't believe in any of this. They didn't believe in psychics. They didn't believe in energy work. Not to a hardcore degree where they were resisting it, but just they, it really was not a part of their lives, you know? And so, and understand that there's a lot to Sedona. It's not all just spiritual stuff. There's, it's a huge artist community. It's a place for hikers and bikers and photographers and just uh, 
golfers and, I don't know, just all kinds of walks of life come here for the different things that it offers. So these people are here for some other reason. And uh, they're driving by the center, and the guy tells me (laughs) they walk into the center, and he's almost angry, right? He's got like this this vibe of, of real agitation. And he says, okay, so we don't believe in any of this but our car pulled into your parking lot. <laughs> and, and so you're psychic. You tell me why we're here. <laughs> it, was, it was really pretty funny. And so he really was a little agitated because I guess the pull to come in <coughs> was so strong that, that they just couldn't, they couldn't deny. I think he said they even drove past and they had to turn around and come back. And he couldn't figure out why because, you know, a lot of times people come in and go, well, you know, let me try an aura photo, or they at least have some idea, right? He didn't even know what we did in here, and clearly he was not happy about being pulled in. So anyway, so I do the psychic scan, you know, because sometimes that's what we'll do is people come in and go, well, <clears throat> I don't know what I need, you know, can you tell me? And so we'll scan them and get a feel for you know, do they need a massage with Jose or, or healing work or reading or what? <clears throat> and so as I scanned this couple, I got that they were just approaching. The whole reason they came to Sedona was that they were going to be awakening over the next couple of years. And this was kind of the planting of the seeds or, or the beginning of the awakening or whatever it was. So I said, well... You know, I think you guys ought to start with an aura photo because the aura photo tells them, it, it gives you a picture of your energy field. It's kind of neat. And so from there, you know, you guys can decide what you want to do. And uh, so it was kind of funny because they did the aura photo and then they did a reading and then they, you know, and they they were there talking for God knows how long and they bought some stones and they and it was guided into our center because they needed to connect with somebody who would really connect with their energy and see what they needed and be in a place where it was truly about their their needs and that kind of thing and, and not just a touristy thing. So <clears throat> we were able to just kind of connect with them and give them the things they needed to begin their journey of spiritual growth. So, you know, in Sedona, there are all kinds of psychic centers. They're everywhere. <laughs> and so... For them to have ended up in ours was pretty unique, and I don't know other ones where they really do what we do here. And uh, and so it was divine intervention that pulled them into this center because they did need to start their awakening, and that is why they were drawn to Sedona, even though they thought they were drawn for, I think they were mountain biking or something or something like that. And And so we did actually... You know, at some point I got an email from them where they, they just said thank you so much because now they're they're kind of on this path that they never expected to be on and it started here and you know, and the fact is that it didn't start here. It started before they ever got to Sedona because that's why they were pulled to Sedona and but that divine intervention, that divine guidance brought them to a place where the people would stop and take time and give them what they needed and you know, not to say the other centers wouldn't. I don't, that's not been my experience with the other centers, but, you know, I won't diss the other places. I don't know them all. But uh, those kind of things, when you're, when you're brought to a place where somebody can affect your life or when you're brought to a situation where you affect someone's life. Um, for instance, many years ago, um, I was drawn to go to the post office <laughs> and, you know, it's just not in Altamont Springs. I don't know if you know if you're from Florida, you may know the Orlando area, Altamont Springs. Um, it's a little chaotic, and like the post office is the last freaking place in the world you want to go in Altamont Springs. <coughs> and so I'm in the midst of opening a business and whatever, another one of my many businesses, and and uh, I get this pull to go to the post office, and I'm thinking, what the hell am I in the post office for? And so I pull into a parking space, and I'm sitting in my car going, okay, I don't even know what I'm doing here, you know. And this gentleman walks out, and he just stares at me. And 
and you can see he's he's trying to come up with a way to come talk to me, you know, and and then he he starts to walk to his car and he turns back around and he comes up to my driver's side window and he kind of knocks on the window. And so I roll my window down and I'm thinking, okay, I don't really know what's what with this, but whatever. And so he, he says, you know, I just, I just had to come talk to you. I don't know why. And so we talked for a bit and it was just nice light chit chat. And he asked if I wanted to go for coffee and it wasn't like a creepy hit on thing or anything, but you know, and so I said, well, you know, okay, I'll give you, so I gave him my business, cell phone you know that number and I said you know well I won't go to coffee with you right now because I'm kind of busy but um you know give me a call and we'll talk and whatever because I could feel he just he needed to connect with somebody and so this was in 2007 I believe thereabouts 2007 2008 and uh I am still in touch with that gentleman and you know it's it's been text messages throughout the years. It's We've talked a couple of times on the phone, but he's somebody who occasionally, like, you know, Orlando is this massive place, and although there are tons of people, a lot of times people just feel very alone. And he's this very good-hearted person, and he's wanting to be upon his spiritual path, and he's wanting to do the right thing with his life and that kind of thing, and he's very successful, and he's, you know, but but he doesn't have people he can talk to who understand on that compassionate level and that wanting to do the right thing and all of that. And so so we text message back and forth, you know, like the happy birthday, happy Father's Day, Merry Christmas, whatever it may be. And I know that I was brought into that post office parking lot strictly so I could be almost a lifeline for that person so that he can reach out at any time and know there is somebody who genuinely cares about him and there's no ulterior motives. There's no because we we never have gotten together for that coffee. We never have. It's just been text messages and the occasional phone call here and there, so that he understands he's not alone in this world. That somebody sees the beauty of him and his heart, and you know, and has no no ulterior anything to get from that, you know, and so. I didn't actually have any business in the post office. I strictly pulled into the parking lot, met this person, and pulled back out and went on with my day. <laughs> and so, you know, how many years later, 2007, that's almost seven years later, that, you know, that had I not followed that draw, what would have happened, you know? So we do have Jessica on the line, so I'm going to pull her over. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm fabulous. Yay, she's fabulous. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fabulous. So mm-hmm. we're talking about divine intervention today. And, you know, you did, and I don't know that you want to, I don't know how much you want to share about what we talked about yesterday, but it's a perfect example. And so yeah. we're just kind of sharing examples, one of being the person who, has the person guided to them and to the person who is being guided. Like, you know, we all need to know that somebody's out there working for us, you know, as right. in the person who needs to have something shown to them. But also you want to listen, because think if you had not listened. Right. You know, what did it take out of your day? Nothing. So if if you feel like sharing a little bit, that would be awesome. Um, of course, so people, yeah. Because I mean, we're coming into the holidays, and it's sometimes yeah. a rough time. Yeah, especially, you know, those people like us <laughs> are not around family, you know, and we're so used <clears throat> to being around family for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And But, yeah, I mean, you know, it was – I didn't even realize what happened until after the fact. You know, we have um, we had someone working around the center, you know, and um, – and so, you know, he just doesn't really say anything. He doesn't really look at anybody. He just does his job and, you know, and then he goes home. And so it's, it's, um, it's just interesting how he, he was there one day, one morning, and I just kept getting this pull, you know, you need to go check the trash. And, <laughs> and so I'm, you know, I'm like, well, why in the world would I check the trash? And so I turn around and keep walking, and then I get this feel like, I really needed to check the trash. So ridiculous as it sounds, I, I walked outside 
and um, out the side door, and I checked the trash, and then I looked at it, and I thought, well, this is silly, and just walked back inside, and then I got the feel, well, you need to check the mail. <laughs> so I was like, that's ridiculous, but okay, let me go check the mail. Obviously, something is trying to make me go outside. So I walk out there, and um, and this gentleman just holds up my broom and says, you know, here, here's your broom. I have your broom. And I look at him and I laugh. And I said, well, that's okay. You can use it. Just make sure you leave it when you're done working. And, um, and so, you know, he, I noticed that there was something that he just wasn't saying. So I stayed and, and you know, and I asked him his name and he told me his name. And, and he said, what do you do here? And I tried to explain, you know, that, I'm a healer and, and a psychic, and this is my place. And and um, and so he's like, your eyes look so happy. How how does that happen? And you know, and I just I just didn't even read into it. I didn't think about anything else. I'm just like, well, you know, I love what I do. And then I realized there was sadness in his eyes. And then as I started reading him, I'm like, oh okay, something's going on. So, you know, he says, well, I wish I could have what you have. And I said, well, you can. And, you know, as the conversation went on, he told me that um, had I not walked out and spoken to him, you know, he's been wanting to connect with me, but he didn't, he felt it was rude for him to walk in dirty and everything and, you know, to walk into my place. (laughs) Yeah. And... You know, he didn't know if I would call the cops on him or what I would do. And and so he said, you know, had had I not spoken to somebody or seen in somebody that there is hope, that, you know, there are people who are happy. And um, he said, I was just going to go home and take a bunch of pills and kill myself. <clears throat> and I just looked at him and I said, well, don't do that. <laughs> you know, and I I sort of made a joke out of it because right. I didn't know what else to do. So, right. you know, I, I just sort of made light of it. And I said, well, don't do that because, you know, then I'm not going to get to see you every day. And and he smiled and looked down and he said, yeah, you're right, you're right. And then I wouldn't see my children. I wouldn't see my wife. And, you know, and then I started having him think of all of the beauty he has in his life. And we started talking about that and bringing that out. You know, rather than bringing in all of the sadness that he's been experiencing for the past 10 years, we brought out the beauty. And, you know, and then we only spoke for about 30 minutes at most, you know. And at the end, he asked if he could give me a hug, and and I said, sure. And so I gave him a hug and, you know, sent him some love and healing his way. and, and, um, And he thanked me. You know, and his eyes were watery, and he's like, thank you, thank you. And so now every morning when I see him, I smile at him, and I say good morning, and I say, how are we this morning? And right. he says, good, good. Nice. I said, okay. So, so and you know, you know, sometimes it can be just, it can be a couple of words, or it can be, you know, sometimes it doesn't even have to be a 30-minute conversation, but... Like right. if you think about <clears throat> what would have happened had you not listened to, that's kind of where we're trying to go with this is getting people to listen, whether you're the person who would be assisting or the person who needs assistance. You know, people mm-hmm. say I'm asking for answers and I'm not getting any answers, but, but you know, there's a reason he was drawn to hold up your broom or there was a reason right. to, that he was by that back door where you would go check the mail from or whatever. Like some, he had to follow the the message to get where he needed to be to find you. And you had to listen and follow the message for you to be where you would find him. Right. And the thing of it is, like he said, he's been, he's been being drawn to or guided to go in, but he, he didn't follow through with that because he was afraid, you know, fear kept him from going in. So finally something stepped in and had me go to him since he wasn't going to me, but it would, you're right. It takes me listening you know, because he wasn't doing his part, but that doesn't always happen. You know, sometimes right. you have to you have to just go with what your gut feels, you know. I tell right. people all the time, just go with your gut. It's, you know. 
Right, and it can be little things too, you know, like yeah. like with you that that feel of well, go go check the garbage. Okay, well then go check the mail. Do something. Just get out that door. <laughs> you <know>? Right. <laughs> and it's got to be now because that's when he was there, you know, and and so it's so important that we listen. And you know, I was kind of talking about um, how we we constantly hear about people who are just drawn into the center. And then there's always, you know, there's also like the time with, with the young lady back in our other center. Remember we were supposed to be closed on Monday and, and I kept getting the feeling that no, you need to be open Monday. And I thought, seriously, I've got to drive from Flagstaff and open the center on the day that we're closed. Why? Like, Mm -hmm. but I listened, you know, and because I listened, this young girl, she, kept finding our brochures. They were our brochures were only in two places at that point and she just happened to go to those two places and found our brochures so she thought they were everywhere because those are the only two places she went. <laughs> yeah. And she then found us and and again that was over a year ago and since then her life has completely been changed because she went through life coaching and she's gone through different classes and she's done different things. And she was really the only reason that I had to be open that day. You know, and I think we spent like almost the whole day with her that day. Right. And yeah. um, and she's well, just never I, gone um, away. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am going to bow out. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. You all have a fabulous day. All right, and I will see you soon. Okay. <laughs> all right. After thanks my for calling in. <laughs> all right. Have a good time. Bye. All right, so I thank Jessica for calling in. I did want to, that is kind of the story that inspired this. Um, you know, but, but it happens all of the time for all of us. So like with this young lady that I was talking about, we had a center that was a bit smaller in Sedona. Um, <clears throat> well, it was a year and a half or two years ago now. And so we were closed on Mondays. And and I just kept getting this feel that, you know what, you need to be open on Monday. You need to be open on Monday. And I thought, good God, why do I need to be open? All right, fine. Maybe it's going to be really busy. I don't know. <clears throat> so I came down from Flagstaff, and I opened up the center, and no business. And I'm thinking, okay, and why did I need to be open? <laughs> and so eventually in comes this this girl, and she's early 20. She's the same age as one of my sons. And uh, she comes in, and she's just a mess, and she's shaking, and she's just in such a – her life is so off track. And so we talked, and we did some healing work, and eventually ended up doing life coaching with her, and just really – and all of it just – you know, on occasion, I'll take one person here or there every so often that I just – I just donate my time to, you know, because they really want the change. They can't afford it, and then we find another energy exchange down the line or something. So – you know, I just was guided to to just know that spirit will pay me back some other way, and and I just donate my time, and and so I did that with this person, and and so now a year and a half, almost two years later, she has since gone to a Buddhist temple and stayed there for I don't know three months or four months or something, and she's you know she has completely turned her life around, completely. And it's just amazing to see because had I not listened to to what I was told to, you know, suggested that I do that day, what would have, you know, sometimes I look back and I go, what would have happened to this young lady? She's the same age as one of my kids. Like, you know, it hits pretty close to home. And so a lot of times with her when I was, because she really was kind of a mess when she came in, I could see the potential, you know, but what was wrapped around that potential was kind of a wreck at that point. And I thought, you know, if this was my kid and he was coming in and asking for help, almost almost begging for help, how would I want the other person to react? Wouldn't I want them to reach out if he was willing to do the work and just guide him through that maze that he seems, that mess that he seems to be in? And so I just, I had the feel to reach out and just treat her like I would want somebody to treat my kid. And so since then, she has completely turned her life around. It's all her, you know. All I was was kind of a light shining along the way, helping her find her own way. She had to do all the work. And and so had I not listened to that, you know, had I gone with the logic or the analysis of, no, we're closed on Mondays, whatever it will, I'll have to work, wait till Tuesday. And 
<laughs> but she was only here for that one day. And that was her 50%. That was her. She had to make coming to Sedona happen, which was a very big deal for her to do. And she could only do it for that one day. So that's why I was guided to have my center open that one day. And so, you know, it's it's those things that we need to listen to, whether we're the person who's going to be of service or we're the person who's going to get assistance or some sort of guidance. <clears throat> we have to listen to those things. And we have to allow them to happen. Because we do have these beautiful ascended beings around us that are trying to to move us in the directions of where our assistance is or where where what we're seeking is. You know, like those people who came in and didn't even believe in any of this and and they just happened to find this place. Or, you know, I have some very special skills and to find, you know, actually to find me working in a center where I do 15-minute readings and kind of that kind of thing is, <coughs> excuse me, it's sort of unheard of. Um, the only reason that I do that is is because Jessica and I are a team, and or I should say the only reason I've done that because officially today is my last day at that center. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving on to do what I need to do because Jessica is doing great now and she doesn't really need me anymore. So, but for this, since February, I've been here strictly as you know, a team effort with Jessica to get this place up and running. And so sometimes people who are guided here need very, very special services that not just any psychic who's who's in a center doing 15, 30-minute readings, whatever, is actually going to offer. But they manage to find me who specializes in exactly what they need. You know, and that's why they're guided into this particular center or, you know, whatever it may be. I'm so sorry about the coffee, guys. The juniper is still doing its thing. The allergies are just doing me in. Um, So because they listen, they're able to find me when I'm here. It's funny because sometimes my days will shift, like, well, I'm not supposed to be here on, you know, like Halloween. I just came in last second so that Jessica could spend more time with her kids because they're still little and Halloween is fun and, you know. So it was kind of ironic that we had some people come in that needed to find me specifically, but I wasn't supposed to have been here on Thursday. And so it's just kind of funny how all of this stuff aligns if we just go with that flow, you know, if we just listen. And, you know, when I do my, my meditations in the morning, I'll ask, you know, and at night I'll ask, please, please show me the way so that I may be wherever it is that I can receive your guidance and the blessings and where I can be of service in guidance and and sharing blessings and that kind of thing. And so I put that in my meditations every day and that's kind of my intention for life. And so for me that works. It doesn't have to be everybody's intention, but for me that works. And so just asking to be shown the direction and to be of service along your way when you can that allows you to be of service without having to completely make your life about being of service. So if you're a delivery person for a florist or or bakery or I don't know what, UPS, whatever, if you kind of add this to your morning thing and put that into your intention, then you're going to run across the people that can be of service to you and you're going to run across the people that you can be of service to. And it's a nice energy exchange with the universe. Excuse me. So when we listen with our heart or our gut and we don't overanalyze things and we just allow this flow to to occur, it allows us to be in the right place at the right time, whether we're needing to give or we're needing to receive. And this is how the energy can get us to the places that we need to be to fulfill our desired intention. So having said that, we have about 10 minutes left. And um, I do want to, you know, take a moment and just ask you all to think at some point, whether it's today or tonight or whatever, just take a moment, first of all, like we started out the show, take a moment to see all the blessings in your life 
And blessings can be something as small as the fact that, you know, a hummingbird comes to your window every spring or, you know, you've got these beautiful little critters that run around in your yard and that's how you wake up in the morning to have your coffee with the birds or the whatever. Or it can be just the fact that you get to see something really beautiful on your drive to work or it can be bigger things, it can be smaller things, it can be whatever you consider to be a blessing. The fact that you woke up and you're still breathing, probably a blessing for most people, you know, whatever, for me, of course, right, you guys, (laughs) I share so much with you all on this show, because you get me first thing in the morning. So for me, I wake up and I have my little dogs next to me, right, I have a beagle, and ironically, I have a a dog that was a rescue and she was supposed to have been a shepherd Rottweiler. So I thought I was getting this protective dog for myself, right? Well, she's a shepherd whippet. If you guys know what a whippet is, it's like a little mini uh, greyhound. So not protective at all. (laughs) But so she's this goofy looking thing, but she's just beautiful. Her name is Luna and she's just beautiful. She's got the shepherd markings and whatever, but then the whippet style body and temperament. (coughs) So in other words, They're both just very happy, you know. And so I wake up in the morning and I've got these two little faces looking at me and we play in bed before we get up and there's all kinds of cuddles and kisses and whatever. And I mean, really, for me, there's no more blessing than life. That's just amazing to me. I wake up with this love, this unconditional love all the time. And, you know, some of you probably have a spouse or a partner. Go you. (laughs) I have my dogs. You know, and then I have the knowledge that my kids are are good, you know, and I have the knowledge that I have amazing friends in my life and I live in a place that I love and I get to do what I love and hopefully the money will follow. <laughs> that's the next that's the next power of intention is to get those businesses running and whatnot and classes going and um you know, and so there's a lot of joy in life and so I before my feet ever hit the ground I stop and I I just kind of get the blessings rolling in my head, you know. And as you do that, as you can see the beauty and the blessings in your life, then it's much easier to state your intention. You know what? If I can be of service along my way in my day, please allow me to know when to do that. And if, if there are more blessings that can come my way or if there are connections that can be of assistance to me, please allow me to see those. You know, and then you don't ever derail. It's not like you're going, okay, I just want to wake up today and strictly be of service. You're saying if I can do this along along the way in my normal day, <coughs> then you're just adding this beautiful thing to your life. And then allow yourself to see the time. Sometimes, really, really, sometimes it's you going through life and you know what? Make eye contact and smile at everybody that it feels okay to do that with. There are times when you're in the middle of a day and if somebody just makes eye contact and really sees you, not in a not in a threatening way, just in a very loving way. I see you, I love you, whatever, like just eye to eye and a smile. Sometimes that's all it takes. If you did that with as many people as you could throughout your day, you would actually make a big difference in the world. So we actually have a I have a class called Lighthearted Activism that's all about things you can do in your normal day to actually shift the consciousness and the energy of the planet. And that's one of the things that you can do. Nice little thing. Because think about when you're going through your day, if somebody actually makes eye contact with you and smiles in a very loving manner, doesn't it kind of pick you up a little bit? You know, if you're checking out at a store or you're interacting with an office person of some of the DMV or whatever, a smile and a thank you, no matter what, have a nice day. You know, treat them like you would want them to treat you and just share that love back with them, even if there's no reason to, other than the fact that we're brothers and sisters and we're all one, you know. So even if you just do those little things, that makes a difference and it makes it so much easier for that divine intervention to work through you because that's exactly what we're doing is we're raising our frequency enough for the divine intervention to be able to work through us whether it be to get us to a place to receive what we need or whether it be to get us to a place where we can interact and help somebody else. Just like with Jessica and the gentleman working around the center, (coughs) they both had to listen 
And since he wouldn't come in, and he wouldn't come in not because he was being stubborn, but out of respect. Now, of course, he would have been just embraced by coming in, and it it was fine. But he didn't know that. So his intention was to be respectful. So the, you know, if you're being stubborn and you just won't do your part, that's one thing. If you're not doing something because in your culture and your belief that's disrespectful, that means you're holding respect for the other person, and divine intervention will find another way to work through that. So you have to allow yourself to be guided. And you never know which side you're going to be on. You never know if you're going to be the person who's helping or the person who's getting help. So it's a beautiful thing because it's not always you helping other people. It's also you being worked through so that you can get to the place where you can get what you need as well. So having said that, we have about four minutes left. I just want to say that if you all found this show and you find it helpful, that's divine intervention because I don't do anything to promote the show. (laughs) So originally it was, you know, I guess this show is actually a good example because I was guided to do this first thing in the morning to get my energy straight for the day to make sure that I'm on track because I'm one who, if I teach something or talk something, I'm going to have to walk that walk to the best of my ability. And so because I can't do the hypocritical thing, And so that's why I started doing the show was simply to get my head in the right place for the day. Now people are finding the show in big numbers. And I have to say that that's divine intervention at this moment because I don't do anything to promote this show. I know Blog Talk does whatever. I don't know what Blog Talk does. So whatever they do is all that's being done. (coughs) So if you found your way here, that was divine intervention. So now you have to ask yourself, what is it that, that you're to get out of being here? Is it to assist you in being of service? Is it to assist you in some way that you needed to make your life better? What did you need from this show? And, you know, hopefully you'll you'll follow me on Blog Talk. We only have a couple. It's so funny because I see the numbers and people are listening to the show, but there's like 10 followers or something, if that. So if you would hit follow, if you like the show, because it, it does something for me in the Blog Talk something i don't blog talk a sphere i don't know um but hit follow if you would and follow me on facebook if you like and that way you know i don't i don't do anything other than just here and there post what shows are coming on or whatever and at some point i'll begin being more active with it but just just know that that's a simple way for you to help keep this show going and it may be of assistance to you or other people so Go ahead and hit follow if you like, and follow on Facebook if you like. Um, And I don't know any of the other technical stuff, so that's that. (laughs) So I do want to encourage you guys to check out sacredlightofsedona.com. And if you happen to be in the Sedona area, come by, say hello to Jessica. And and, uh, I'm right next door to her doing a couple of my different, doing mystical truth stuff and, and some other business stuff. And, you know, come by and say hello. And also... I want to very excitedly tell people that, you know, we talk a lot about the McDera Chronicle uh, book series by Judy Colella. And so I do want to let you guys know that book number two is just about out. And if, if you can't buy it now, really just any day now you can. So for those of you who are kind of picking up that book series, and, and you know, that's a really good family thing, and it's a really good, it just sparks a lot of discussions, and, and it's fun to read. And So McDera Chronicles, I think you can go to the McDerachronicles.com. Um, I think that's her website. And uh, I'll find out for sure and post it on the show description, but we're very excited that book number two is out. And uh, also HolisticNaturalsCO.com, Eat Conscious and Be Merry Cookbook for anybody who's trying to do the gluten-free, healthier eating, yummy recipes, super simple by Spring Rain Peony. Again, that's HolisticNaturalsCO.com, and the book is Eat Conscious and Be Merry. And, of course, MysticalTruth.com is my website, and hopefully by the end of this week, ta-da, it should be up and have its facelift, and it's there now, but it's kind of a wreck, so... Um, maybe see the before and after. Go to mysticaltruth.com, see what it is now, and go like in a week and see what it becomes. So I'm trying my hand at web design. So anyway, I'm very happy you guys joined us. Go out there and love your brothers and sisters and allow yourself to be loved by your brothers and sisters. Probably a bigger challenge for most people. 
And uh, remember that I love you, whoever you are. Truly, I love you because you are my brothers and sisters, and we will see you again tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody.